Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. It is good morning. Happy one more sleep, everybody. Good morning. Gonna appreciate that Friday tomorrow, you know what I mean? Like, looking forward to that bad boy. Yes. So let's uh, do our little thing that we do on Thursdays. We... Really think of today as the hump day. It's like Wednesday, you still got a little bit of steam Thursday, man. It's like, what? So what we do, and we hope you'll do this either in your car, or even just mentally with us right now. A little chant. It's three words. It goes like this. It goes, one more sleep. One more sleep. One more sleep. One more sleep. Almost there. Almost there. All right, 410 1065 Six o'clock club. Good morning. Let's check in. This is anybody that's awake in Maryland first thing in the morning. We just want to say good morning to you. So be seen. 410-583-1065. Who's here, Jess? Veronica, good morning. Jess R. from Westminster is checking in. Our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber, are here. Good morning to Magic Mike and the Dirty Dina, Amanda in Millersville, Clever Kevin, Sexy Dan from the Eastern Shore, John the Annapolis Locator, Terrence is checking in, Bonehead, John from Middle River, Mr. W from Reisterstown, Francesca the Nurse is here. Good morning to Lee, Mama McJam, Terry, uh, on vacation for 11 days starting tomorrow. Have Yo. so much fun. Christine, Randy from Arbutus, uh, Lisa, Dante, Kate in Pasadena, and beautiful Beverly. Happy Thursday. I want to try out a bit this morning and see if we get responses or not with you guys because like y'all know y'all are like the crew man we can be a little messy around y'all <laughs> you'll let us be uh the, the, the bit is going to be that the question is this it's going to be i'm blank years old and i just blanked for the first time i'm blank years old and i just blanked for the first time is there something in your life where you're like wow i probably should have done that a lot sooner in my life or like most people do this way earlier in life mm. but i'm just doing it for the first time yesterday I had my very first, at age 40, eye exam. Nice. And like everyone in that doctor's office thought that was the craziest thing they'd ever heard. That I never in 40 years had an eye exam. Yeah. Which, by the way, is tricky. It's weird. Because, I again, never having one before my life. Number one. You can get one in Target, dude. Just never needed one. Eyesight's always been good before, right? Yeah. So... The thing where they blow the air in your eye, oh, like, yeah. whoa, yeah. that's like a haunted house. Like, you know it's coming, and then like all of a sudden, like, psh. And then also, I didn't know, because I've never had an eye exam, that if they dilate your eyes, mm-hmm. you basically can't see the rest of the day. So I had to take an Uber home because I didn't know that like someone was supposed to drive you home if you had your eyes dilated. Oh, Things really? that I probably should know. I couldn't see anything. Oh. Literally. 
partially blind yesterday. I did, but I walked around Target for a while, so. Okay, so you were okay. I was like, I, I shouldn't mean, have, but but here I, you are. I survived. Anything that you did like way too late in life, like like you just like, wow, most people have done this. And I, again, I don't know if we'll get a good response on this or not. You can say no. That's a lot of pressure just to like. Well, I think, I mean, this is just happening right now. Um, I'm, I'm 30 years old and I'm finally looking seriously for a new mattress. That's a good one. I mean, it's like not fun and like don't even know if I can because they're so freaking expensive. But the fact that it's like that serious where we're at a point where we're like, we really need to look into this because the one we have <laughs> is like terrible. And like, how long are we going to put up with this? We're still using our childhood mattresses. And we kind of <laughs> need to take this seriously, you know? I don't know if we'll get like anybody or not, but like I want to see, kind of test it with you guys this morning. I'm blank years old and I just blanked. For the first time, 410-583-1065. Bonehead is 63 years old, and he is flying for the first time wow. at the end of the month to go to Disney with his family. First time. That is amazing, and yeah. I hope you guys have the best time. Now. 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 These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three with Jess. Number three. The Orioles Soak It In fan event series continues, and today you can meet the Oriole Bird and Mr. Splash at Wise Market in Perry Hall on Scottmore Way from 5 to 7 p.m. later this evening, and the Orioles will officially start their postseason push this weekend. The O's will play the Texas Rangers for Game 1 of the ALDS this Saturday at 1 p.m. at Camden Yards. It's pretty rad, by the way. Like This is our first exciting postseason with the O's. We got here in 2020, let's be honest. Those next couple of years after that, not so great, but Actually, they haven't really been like on fire like this in a couple of years. So, like, this is fun. This y'all yeah. that grew up with them like eighties and nineties and everything. Like, I get like why this gets so exciting now. Their social media post last night was pretty sick. They basically uh, the O's made their own version of the nationwide, uh, yeah, the nationwide alert. Yeah, and they're like this Saturday the <laughs> Orioles are playing the Rangers. It was very cool. Number two, Apple TV Plus is streaming Charlie Brown holiday specials for free again this year. The streaming service will give everyone, including people who aren't subscribed, access to It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, October 21st and 22nd, a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving on November 18th and 19th, and a Charlie Brown Christmas, December 16th and 17th, will all be available for free on Apple TV+. Plus. Like, do your kids still like that show, though? I'm just thinking, of, like, what kids watch on YouTube nowadays? I'm sure that Charlie Brown Christmas and Halloween or whatever has to look so archaic to them. I mean, it looks archaic to me at this point, you know, compared to everything that we have nowadays. I think that is going to be all nostalgia as far as like a parent showing that to yeah, their kid and like, like doing it every year with your family, which I think is really special and I'm glad that they do this. But it's like more for the parent than for the kid, right? Like your kids really like, are they like, yes, I love this Charlie Brown special. Like let us know, 410-583-1065. Number one. The Drew Barrymore Show is set to return October 16th, but... It will be without its three co-head writers. WGA members Chelsea White, Christina Kinnan, and Liz Coe have all declined to return to the talk show. And this comes after Barrymore announced last month that she'd resume her show without her striking writers. 
Then after receiving a massive amount of backlash, she backtracked and decided to wait until the strike ended. The trio of co-head writers had been working with Drew since season one, and now the production team is currently in panic mode looking for new writers. So wait, they didn't want to come back because there's some kind of tension between that she was trying to basically rush the process? Right. So do you remember when she announced that she was going to come back even even though the strike was not ended at that point? Right. And so basically they had released a statement saying that it was a bummer because it made it seem like writers weren't important if she was uh-huh. able to do her show without her three head writers that had been with her since the beginning. I think that's such a double-edged sword. I totally get their point of view and I don't know that I wouldn't feel the exact same way in her shoes. Yeah. But they're in their shoes. But at the same time, like I also can understand Drew's point of like Yo, like, if we can let all these other people work, like, if we can get people back to work. I uh, see both sides because I think for Drew, she has to think of an entire crew, which sometimes is hundreds of people who are relying on a paycheck. But then if you're these three writers, I understand where they're coming from as well. I've been listening to the Strike Force 5 podcast, which is basically all the late night talk show hosts that just do a podcast now to raise money for their staff. Mm -hmm. And they were talking about how big their staff is. Like, the Tonight Show staff has, like, a thousand people on it. So you're telling me, like, if maybe, I don't know how many writers work for the show, but let's just say there's 30 writers. If you're, you know, if if 900 other people can still work, yeah, it's kind of like it'd be hard. If I was in that spot, it'd be really hard for me to say, well, let's just keep waiting it out for these guys. I'm sorry, you guys have to keep like starving or going to drive Ubers or whatever to like make ends meet. You know, it's unfortunate. Yeah, this is Jess, and that was your top three. We're gonna get to back Thursday a little bit early today. So this week was the opening of Epcot Center. At Walt Disney World. Oh, so sick. But what they actually had planned for this space never came to fruition. And I think we need to look back today and say, what would Epcot have been if it actually ended up the way that Walt Disney imagined it in the first place? We'll get to that right now in our Throwback Thursday segment. Yeah, what's up? Uh, if you've never been here for one of these before, it's it's really fun because it's like take that nostalgic gene in your body and just like tap it a little bit. Because what we're going to do is look back at the number one songs in Maryland from previous years uh, from today. And then we'll take you that moment in pop culture history. We'll talk about Epcot and like what it really would have been like with these other additions that never actually came to fruition. All right. So today, the number one song in Maryland, uh, in October the 5th, would have been Miley Cyrus and Wrecking Ball. I came in like a my life. That album Bangers <laughs> changed my life. Oh my god. I just feel like whatever you were going through that in today in 2013 was like so much more emotional because it of Wrecking Ball. Like, I was also like, I was also me. going through a breakup yep. and like I just think growing up with Miley it just took it took over my life. It's true. All right, number one song 2007. I want you to think about how you felt about Kanye West when this song came out. And then this is called Stronger by the way. I want you to compare it to how you feel about Kanye West today. Yeah. <laughs> and just realize that things change over time. All right? It's a like, bummer, man. That's how it goes. Uh, all right. Number one song, 1999, Today in Maryland, would have been Unpretty by TLC. Actually, I didn't edit this down to be the right part. Hang on. It's the, it's the drama buildup. There it goes. Uh, it would have been my sophomore year of high school. I don't care if you were a guy, if you were a girl, like it didn't matter. You were you were like driving to school singing Unpretty as it was on the radio. I mean, still today, the song is so impactful. Yeah, true. I mean, so impactful. This song could be released by like Olivia Rodrigo today. Could still absolutely translate, absolutely. even though this was in 1999 today. Number one mm-hmm. song in Maryland. 
Jessica, talking about Epcot Center, can we admit it's like the worst of the Disney parks? Would you Wait, say that's fair? Actually, no. I'd say it's like one of the best of you, the Disney parks. You like it the most. So I, it's crazy, is my entire life, I never thought I would ever make it to Disney World. Yeah. And when we went finally, I, I didn't know what Epcot was. And so I, I, like you, assumed that it was probably the worst thing on the planet. Because I'm just like, where if the castle isn't there, I don't want exactly. it. Exactly. It seems so, too educational. So it's I'm just like, work. why would I go, right? And I go in there, and it's almost, it is like you get to be a, a doll in, like, a playhouse. Because every part of the world, you feel like you're immersed That's in it. That's true. So, to me, I feel like as an adult, and especially because you can drink that, around See, I think as you become an adult, it becomes more fun. But Imagine just you walking, couldn't drink, though. But even just walking through, like, when you in, in every single part, whether it's just, like, Mexico or it's the UK, you kind of feel like you're there in that place, which I love. I love that experience. October 1st, 1980. This week, Epcot Center opened. The 21st century begins October 1, 1982. Epcot Center, Walt Disney World. So, so 80s, so, right? 80s. so listen, so originally when Epcot opened, there were going to be nine countries that were in these pavilions, I guess they call them, you know, in the, in the World Showcase. Yeah. So it's, it's USA, it's Canada, Mexico, Germany, Italy, France, UK, Japan, and China. However, there were actually three more that were supposed to debut when Epcot opened. Mm-hmm. It was Costa Rica, it was Israel, and it was Africa. All Aww. those supposed to be in there. Well, throughout a couple, and I was trying to do like some quick research on this to That'd figure out cool. why. A couple different reasons why these areas never opened. Number one is because the countries had to buy into it. Like they had to pay. They had to, to actually. Yes. They, had to get, they had to pay to get featured. Know that That's all wild. those other countries paid to be featured. Plus, they had to have a sponsor on top of it to actually Aww. be. So either because the country didn't want it, or because they couldn't find a sponsor, sponsor. they had to cancel it. So that um, bums me out. And by the way, of the last forty years since Epcot's been open, they have added two new ones. It's Norway and Morocco, but there was never Costa Rica, never in Israel, and never in Africa because they just didn't want it. And that's your Throwback Thursday for today. Does anyone remember the feeling of putting on their wedding dress for the first time? Or maybe like for grooms, the first time you put on your tuxedo, what you're going to wear on your wedding day? Because I experienced that this week and I'm still having a hard time wrapping my head around the idea of it all, to be honest. Take us there. Yeah. So I I went to Love It at Stella's um, in Westminster on Monday to see my wedding dress and I don't know if like if I'm the only bride that feels this way or if this is like how brides feel but like the feeling of looking for your wedding dress is so different than actually putting yours on so when you go to find a wedding dress like you're excited but also there's kind of some anxiety because you don't really know you kind of have an idea of what you're looking for but not really and you're just trying on all these different things and like there's pins on your dress behind you so it's so like it's business at that it's, point it's yeah, yeah yeah like you're exactly you have you're trying to complete a mission almost whereas this time when you see it on the hanger you also know that that's the dress you're going to see on the hanger on your wedding day yeah and it's so bizarre. So, like, take me to that exact moment. So, you walk in. And yeah. so, like, how, where's it goes? I, obviously, guys, we've never been through this. But I'm, I think most women, if you have been married, you probably went through the exact same. Like, what was your feeling walking in? Were you anxious to see it for the first time? Or what was, like, your emotion to see your wedding dress for the first time? I was anxious. Yeah. Like, I was, I was very, very excited. But I was nervous to see it because I still have a hard time comprehending it in general and so 
when I put it on and I would look at myself in the mirror, I couldn't, it was like I was seeing her and like this version of myself that I had been waiting to see my entire life, yeah. but still having a hard time comprehending that I'm looking at myself, if that's weird. Yeah, who is this bride? She's so pretty. Why, it's so it's so weird because it, to me, there have been so many situations in my life that, of course, I've always wanted to get married my entire life, but I've always had a hard time visualizing it. Yeah. And I think seeing my parents' relationship being very up and down, being in very difficult relationships myself, I've had the goal, but actually thinking I would get there is just something I don't think I truly believed I could get there. And so to put the dress on, I could like, there was a piece of it of like this vision that I have been wanting to see and always hoping I would see, but very scared that I wouldn't get there. Yeah. And so like looking at myself was so weird. Yeah. It was so weird. And it, and it feels like... Um, it feels like the most adult I've ever been, but then also at the same time, like still like a little girl always wanting this like dream to come true. Did you, you said something when you were picking out wedding dresses and something that you gave Jess some advice on was like, when you put on the dress, like you'll know it's the one. Mm -hmm. So you go back and you put your wedding dress on. At this point, it's been tailored and everything too, right? Or no? It's just no. Well, not no, not yet. Okay, so, so just, yeah, this so is like, like the dress. This yeah. Is it, this is it. Mm -hmm. So you put it, put this like your dress on mm -hmm. for the first time. Did it still feel like it was the one? Was there any part of you that part was like, oh my God, but like, is this a feeling I'm supposed to have? Like, what if this wasn't the one? Or was this an absolute like, yes, this is it? Yeah, I think after putting on the dress and you put on a veil and everything like that, that is like, <laughs> whoa. That was the feeling it? of it fits. Yeah. Like this is this is what it is. And I feel like too, like Garage Boy is my best friend. So obviously when you get something new or like something exciting happens, all you want to do is like tell your best friend and like show them, you know? And obviously <laughs> like I can't show him anything. But when I was looking at myself, I was just like, I can't wait for him to see, yeah. you know? And not, I think that is a very special feeling it's too. It's honestly not too much longer. Like in case you're new to our show, Jess is getting married. In six in, and a half months, basically. <laughs> Remember when we first started this? It felt like we had forever. Yeah. But now it's getting closer and closer. Very, very weird. Well, that's a cool experience. We thank you for sharing that with us. And y'all, Jess is one step closer to being married. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They they are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. How about Dam O's? This is the, the old school radio song, man. That's a banger. That's it. I mean, I'm telling you, we should play the whole thing right now, honestly. I feel like we need to play that at least once a day. An hour. Yeah. Once every other song. <laughs> Welcome to Mix 1065. It's Kramer and Jess. Yeah, Rangers coming up on Saturday. Playoffs, baby. We have given the O's their own game on our show. This is called Name That Big O. Jess is terrible at this. Hopefully you're not as bad. I don't like trivia games. It is a, a game as simple as I'm going to, today we're going to play the, the food edition. Okay. The food edition of Name That Big O. So I'm going to describe some very popular snack food to you. Okay. All of these brands, brands. have a big O sound somewhere in their name. And that's all I can give you, okay? Ladies right. and gentlemen, get ready to play along because Jess will never be able to complete these games by herself with Name That Big O. Snack food number one, Jess. These corn tortilla chips come in various cheese and spicy flavors. Name That Big O. Doritos. Doritos is absolutely correct. Yeah. One for one. This big brand of Greek yogurt, Uh-oh, its great. name comes from the Turkish word meaning shepherd. Don't know. This is a big brand of Greek-style yogurt. Yo-play? Is that the thing? Not Yo-play. It is. But it should have been. That is, but that is not what we're looking for. You missed it on that one. That, that was been. pretty good. That's pretty, pretty good. I basically um, should get a point. That should be the answer. <laughs> this, uh, this big brand of Greek-style yogurt, the name comes from... The Turkish word for shepherd. Think on that. Uh-huh. Don't call yet. Last chance. Want to get one more on? Anything no. else? Okay. I don't like yogurt. We're playing Name That Big O. This is the snack edition. All of the answers today have a big O. Olay? Is it Olay? That's not it. That would be uh, uh, okay, never mind. Spanish phrase, I think. No, no. Um, the, this is your snack food number three. All these have a big O in them. Jess, these are crunchy cheese-flavored snacks. Cheetos. That's exactly right. I need to say nothing else. Love me some Cheetos. Made from extruded cornmeal, by the way. We've been, we're looking for Cheetos. We don't, we don't care for that. Just say correct. cheesy goodness. Question number four. Uh-huh. And name that big O the snack edition in honor of the Orioles going to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. This cupcake oh. has seven distinctive white squiggles across the top. Oh. Uh... Has a big O somewhere in the brand name. A ho-ho? It's not a ho-ho. Should have been. Not a ho-ho. I don't think we can say that on the radio, actually. Once we find twice is Well, I know. That's indecent. a thing, though. <laughs> All right. Last snack food that we're looking for. Just by the way, right now, is two for four. This chocolate bar is recognized thanks to its unique peak shape and unmistakable pack. 
They're listing all the snacks I wasn't allowed to eat. I know. You're probably the worst of these because your parents didn't have any of these. Um, Jess couldn't have sugar, by the way, until she was like 25. The first, yeah, the first time I had a Twinkie, I was 18. I got it for myself for my birthday. This chocolate bar is recognized thanks to its unique chocolate peak shape what? and unmistakable packaging. Mm. You want to take a stop? Everything's got a big O somewhere in there. Uh, what's the color of the packaging? Brown. I mean, it's, it's like a tan, I guess, kind of, I think, off the top of my head. Kit Kat. Not Kit Kat. Hershey, Caw, Twix. Caw, Caw, Caw. I'm trying to think of like all the... Bro, you didn't even go 50% this time. Uh, but I, I mean, honestly, you, you, it's, it's a fact. Like, I mean, I probably have never even had this candy before. Help us out with these, okay? Greek style yogurt name comes from uh-huh. the Turkish word meaning shepherd. There's a cupcake... It has seven distinctive white swiggles across the top. And then there's a chocolate bar recognized for its peak shape. All have big O's in the name. Barbara, help us out here. We Barbara, need to know. help me. It's the big brand of Greek-style yogurt. It comes from the Turkish word shepherd. Chobani. Chobani is absolutely correct. Oh. Her name that big O. You never heard of Chobani yogurt? I don't, I don't like Greek yogurt. Style yogurt. Yeah, not, and honestly, the only reason why I said Yoplait is because I can't get those commercials out of my head. Good job on them. That's a good, good, good marketing. Good marketing. Also behind on your Turkish, but that's okay. Okay. All right, let's keep going here. How, do, you, do you know the cupcake that has seven distinctive white squiggles across the top? It has a big O somewhere um, in the name? Is it Hostess? Hostess Cupcakes oh, is absolutely correct. The wee, 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 the top. Okay. Absolutely correct. Okay, can you go three for three on this? This is the chocolate bar that's uh, recognized because of its unique peak shape and unmistakable pack. Okay, I think it's Toblerone. Toblerone is absolutely correct. What Toblerone. Is that? Google that right now. Toblerone. Are you guys serious? I guarantee Are you, you know this that. Up? Wait, did you Google that or did you know that off the top of your head? Oh, no, I love Toblerone bars. Yeah, Toblerone. Jess, this is huge. What are you talking about? It's the one that comes, it looks like it's literally a, a triangle. You guys, I've never had that in my entire life. You're just out here eating like little mountaintops of chocolate. Jess's mom literally wouldn't let her have sugar as a kid. I so promise she you, I've never seen this any before. Of it. That's funny. Most of the ones you missed actually were the ones with sugar in them. Okay. Wow. Hey, that was fantastic, by the way. You Thank obviously you so know your much. snacks. Are, are you an O's fan as well? Yes, I am. Can here at the very end of this game, can we just get a let's go O's from you to end this thing for us? Oh, gosh. Okay. Come on. <laughs> let's go O's. Thank you so much for playing. Now. Now. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three with Jess. Get it out of style. I did. Thank you. Number three. The Orioles finished the 2023 season with the best record in the AL, and the O's will open the ALDS against the Texas Rangers this Saturday at Camden Yards at 1 p.m. The O's won the AL East for the first time since 2014 and won 100 games in a season for the first time since 1980. The O's postseason rally is taking place tomorrow from noon to 3 p.m. in Baltimore on Pratt and Light Street. You want to hear it, don't you? Yes. Magic, 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 magic,
Anyone, by the way, born in like 2000 and beyond, it's an old school Orioles jingle they used to play on the radio. So just a little nostalgia there for you. Number two. Uber is adding a new feature that lets you book a driver to come pick up any packages you need to return. It's called the Return a Package Service, and it will allow users to send up to five prepaid and sealed packages to UPS, FedEx, or your local post office. But the packages have to be valued at less than $100, weigh less than 30 pounds, and can be returned via Uber for a flat $5 fee or 3 bucks for Uber One members. No. Nope. No. At first, I was like... That's cool. Five bucks, I'm in. I'm all surprised right? that you said no. I know. You think. See, I get pretty lazy on stuff like this. I can't tell you how many things are back in my trunk right now. That need Wait, to be why, why? I mean, Because I, why here's no? the thing. To, to, to go to the UPS store, that's not a hassle to me. If you'll go stand in line at Kohl's for me, okay, like if you'll go to the actual department store and return something for me, that's okay. a way more difficult process. Hey, go to Macy's so you on a Saturday. So you don't care about this service? I don't. Not for five bucks. Mm. For five bucks, I'll drive it myself. I just, I don't think it's quite there. But now, listen. If you're someone that's getting stuff all the time, though, if I'm if I'm like a busy mom, I got a thousand things going on, and like if you know if you just say you bought like fifty dollars worth of stuff from Amazon and you get returned, and yeah, like, it's like worth five bucks to you. I think so for a lot of people, sure. Number one, Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas have officially begun their four day divorce mediation in Manhattan this week. The Game of Thrones actress was photographed leaving Taylor Swift's uh, New York City apartment, actually, where she's been staying. After four years of marriage, Jonas filed for divorce in Miami last month, leading Turner to cite an international child abduction law in the hopes of bringing their daughters back to the UK, where they agreed to move since April. For now, both parties have agreed to keep the girls in New York until matters are resolved, and they're going to spend the next four days in intense mediation, basically aimed to resolve custody issues and establish some sort of parenting plan. Who else is cringing right now? Like, if you've been through a divorce... So sad. Like, listen, my divorce wasn't that crazy because, like, we weren't fighting over money. We weren't fighting over kids. We don't have kids, right? So, like, it wasn't that great. I can't imagine, like, my partner taking off for another country and, like, my kid being involved and, like... I know some of y'all have been some really, really tricky divorces before, so some of this has got to be, like, triggering for y'all. You know, I get it. So, I'm... This kind of thing, man, I don't know. My my views change so much. I used to love, like, like, oh, my God, that's so dramatic. Let's get all involved. Right now, though, I'm just like, I feel so bad for every person involved in that situation, especially the kids. That's so I tricky. I know. I was talking about this the other day where it's like, so my, my parents were divorced at some point, and I think what I feel bad about this the most is them being able to eventually at some age going on the internet and seeing pictures and information on the situation. I would never want to be able to have access to that. Everybody knowing your business. Yeah. It's tough. This is Jess and that was your top three. Do you feel a little crazy doing it? It's about to go down. Perfect. We want to know everything. Dish. Oh, It's Talk Me Out of It. Please. With Kramer and Jess. Mix 106.5. All right, so let's do uh, take two on this. Uh, Anonymous we got you on the voice disguiser. So tell us this crazy idea that you have, and we're going to tell you to either go for it or we're going to talk you out of it. Okay, so the guy that I'm dating hasn't talked to me in two weeks, but I still need to go to his parents' anniversary party, right? Mm, I don't know, girl. Uh, What's happening? That doesn't sound <laughs> that doesn't sound right. I don't know. Um, well, what, uh, I guess we need like a backstory. Well, I've been dating this guy for five months, and everything was going great, honestly. Mm-hmm. It's not anything, like, casual. Like, we've done family dinners with his family. I've met all of his friends. 
he even mentioned at one point that once my lease is up, that I could move in with him. Like, we're at that point right now. Yeah. So, two Fridays ago, he was supposed to go out with his guy friends, and that's the last time that I heard a word from him. That's weird. Is he okay? Yeah, I've seen him posting on his stories, but he's just not talking to me, which is very strange. What's with the parents' anniversary party? So a while ago, he had invited me to be his date to his parents' anniversary party this weekend. And they, like, rented out a hotel, and it's, like, a really big deal. And I I feel like I should still go, because, like, what if he's expecting me to show up? I know his family now. And, like, if I don't show up, I don't want their opinion of me to be like, oh, she doesn't care. You know, and I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you. I mean, if we know he's alive and he just hasn't talked to you for two weeks, it would appear that, like, he's just not probably interested in, like, continuing this relationship. Honestly, it would be pretty weird from where we left things off. Like, I don't know if you should be making this as important as you are because it doesn't sound like he's not making you a priority. I just don't want him to not like me if I... Don't show up. I don't. I don't know. Okay, so we'll we'll feel it out. Four ten five eight three one zero six five. So anonymous was dating some a guy for five months, and I am dating someone. I am currently dating somebody. Anonymous is dating somebody right now for for half a year ish, mm-hmm. um, and you haven't talked in a couple of weeks. Yeah, and you were invited to this party at one time. Like it was an official. Like, hey, be my date. Yes, he officially asked me to be his date, and we have a hotel room. Okay. Okay. She hasn't heard from him in two weeks. Mm-hmm. We know he's alive because of social media, but like we just haven't heard from him. The question is, like, should she still go to this party for his parents? 410-583-1065. Jess, do we tell her to go for it, or do we talk her out of this? I do not think you should go to the party. Um... To be honest, I just feel like he's not respecting you, and I don't think it's kind of him to basically keeping you guessing and wondering what he's been doing for the last two weeks, and he should have at least told you if he is busy or whatever is going on as to why he hasn't been responsive. But you know what? He's been really busy. So you think maybe that's why you you haven't heard from him? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's probably why, because there was nothing bad that I did or anything. Okay. okay. Listen, don't don't go to, don't go to this party. Um, there will be so many more celebrations where like you're going to be very uh, welcomed and like clear on like where you are yeah. and like if that's the first time you guys are having a conversation, you know I can't even play devil's advocate on this. Like you don't need to wonder your status walking into his parents' anniversary party. Mm-hmm. If out of respect only for his parents and not even him, like, that's, like, not the place for that for that conversation, you know? Yeah, but don't you feel like if it was over and he wanted it to be over, then he would tell me? Like, especially after five months. You would hope you would so. You would hope so, yeah. That's what he should do. I can tell you, being in this dating game for five years, it doesn't always go that way. And sometimes you get stuck in some really crappy spots. We'll, we'll do phone calls, and let's see if everyone agrees with our theory. It's like, maybe this is not the right idea. 410-583-1065. Anonymous wants to go to the guy she's dating his parents' anniversary party this weekend, but they haven't talked in two weeks, nor does she have confirmation that like this is still a thing. Should she still go? 
or do we talk her out of it? Kim from Dundalk, good morning. Good morning, Kramer and Jess. How you guys doing? We're good. We're good. We're good. You? And you? Oh, my goodness. I can't complain. I'm just so excited. I actually got through. I listen to you guys every morning. Oh, my gosh. Thank well, thank you so much for that. We're happy to have you here. Okay, so so give us give us some feedback here. I mean, you've, you've listened to this. You know, do, do we tell her to go for it or talk her out of it? Please talk her out of it because she <laughs> sounds so delusional. <laughs> she, and she does. And I'm like, I was sitting here listening. I'm like, girl, no. He ain't talked to you in two weeks. He's not thinking about you or whatever. If she wants to, like, separately reach out to his parents and just say, you know, happy anniversary, Aww. that's fine. But don't go to the party and make a fool of yourself. Girl, stay home. Just, just stay home. <laughs> girl, yeah. stay home. No, for real, though. Girl, stay home. <laughs> I think we might start a segment called Girl, Stay Home. I don't really know what it means, but, like, Also, sweet of yes. you to mention, too, like, if, if the parents are that big of a deal to her to, like, reach out to them that's on the true. side and have your own, your own celebration. Yes, yes. I, I love it's, all of this. I love all of this. I'm so, I, and listen, I'm so glad you finally got through today, too. Okay, you know, like I said, I listen to you guys every morning. I've been listening since you guys first came here to Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh my goodness, I actually got through this. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Call Thank us you. back more often, okay? I surely will. You guys have a good day. And yeah, talk her out of it because she's delusional. And she sounds real delusional, too. But yeah, talk her out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for calling us. 410-583-1065. Anonymous is considering still going to this guy that she's dating's parents anniversary party this weekend even though they haven't talked in about two weeks hey hendrish from baltimore good morning good morning wait you you think she should go to this okay i know it's going to be an unpopular opinion but i think she should okay and why i think she should and i think she should play the ignorance game and she should go because it's a scummy thing to ghost someone it is make it awkward for him and say, oh, I I didn't know that I wasn't supposed to go. I didn't hear anything wait, from you. Wait, just, okay, so you're trying to teach him a lesson at this point. Really quick, yeah, though. Yeah, I just guess. Between, between the three of us, before I get her back on here, uh-huh. you you don't think that he's, like, still interested in pursuing this, though, correct? No. Okay. No. I just want to make sure that my... my and I, I don't want to make it sound like, uh, you know, heartless towards her. Like, uh, it sucks that she um, got you know, ghosted and ignored in this way. I don't think that he's interested, yeah. but I would go in a petty way to this party. <laughs> you would go, you food. would do this on purpose. Yeah, eat the food, drink the drink. Okay. Show up, say, hey, boyfriend. <laughs> haven't heard from you in two weeks. Kiss him on the cheek when you walk in. <laughs> exactly. Hey, and then oh my he's going to have to explain, he's going to have to explain to his parents, like, oh, yeah, I know. I said I broke up, but I actually ghosted her. You wow. know, make okay. it look Make okay. them look bad. Okay. There's no wrong or like less petty answers for this segment, so it's it's, it's good. Exactly. It's good. Thank you for calling us. Have a good morning. You too. Thanks. I mean, anonymous. What do you what do you think after, you know, after hearing everybody at this point? I understand that there's like a possibility that he would have just ended things. Um, but like, if you knew, if everybody knew how things were with us before mm-hmm. this happened. Like, you would have to be mind-blown. Like, my friends, they're so confused. They're wondering what happened. Same as me, because they knew everything was going so good. Mm-hmm. And I, I'd feel awful if I did this to him and I didn't show up to this important time in his family's life. Yeah, um, I just I just think you should think about it a little more before you yeah. make your final decision of, of showing up at the party this weekend. That's all. And, and I'll leave you with this. Maybe the disappointment would be better... Then 
the awkwardness and uncomfortableness of you not being welcome. Yeah, right. So listen, think on you've got that's you know, that's all we can do for today. You think on it. I don't know if you've heard this segment before, but typically what we do with these is, you know, I don't know your name, I don't have your phone number, but we are very nosy in how these stories actually end up. If you're cool with it, we would love to hear back from you on Monday on like what actually went down uh, this weekend, what you decided to do. Are you are you cool with that, with giving us a call back on Monday and letting us know how this what you decided to do and how it went? Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that. Okay, perfect. Then let's all plan for a smidge earlier, like 8.20 when we typically do this segment, 8.20 Monday. We'll get the update. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. 